the Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. No matter how dark the world becomes, God brings light through people who believe in him. Darkness cannot overpower light. Darkness is simply the absence of light. It is turning from God, right? Amen. But we, if we follow the Lord, there is so much light. Yes, yes, yes <laughs> Amen? Yes. So this, this workshop today is about the believer's light. Amen. Uh, I'm Danita Boddy. I'm here with my husband, Pastor Lee Boddy. And we're going to bring it today, the light. We're bringing, bringing, the light. bringing the light. Bring the light. Okay. Light. And it's just so important for every believer to know, you are the light. Jesus said that. Jesus said that. You believe in me, you are the light. Um, and I just want to say this quickly as we jump in. A lot of times people complain about the darkness, people being believers. I'm talking about believers now. This is not random people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Christian, don't complain about the darkness because you are the light that God want to use to bring in that darkness. So change it all around. Be the light. Yeah, because some people <laughs> say that when they go to work. Oh, my job is this. There's a whole lot of people. Right. Heathen, dark, doing crazy things. Well, bring your light to change that situation. And your light comes from Christ and the Holy Spirit that lives within. Amen? Amen. Amen. So what are we reading today? First Kings chapter 17, verses 1 through 6. six. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to read just six verses, but I want to make this clear. We're going to read a few verses that led into this chapter, in chapter 6, verse 29 through 34. We're going to summarize that because that's very important because those verses sh- shows us how dark it was back then. <laughs> okay. And yeah. I don't mean nighttime. Right. I'm talking about spiritual depravity, right? Right. Go for it. Here we go. All right. This is First Kings chapter 17. I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible, the NASB. Verses 1 through 6, the word of the Lord. Now Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, before whom I stand, Surely there shall be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. The word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go away from here and turn eastward, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. It shall be that you will drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to provide for you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord, for he went and lived by the brook Cherith, which is east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he would drink from the brook. It happened after a while that the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and understanding of his word. And I think I read an extra verse, so we'll just stop at six, though. Amen. That's all right. (laughs) We'll uh, we'll, we'll go from there. Amen. Amen. we have to talk about a couple of things, a few things. We have to talk about what led up to this. Yeah. And and we're going to summarize it, again, starting in chapter 16 of First Kings, starting in verse 29. Just kind of, because we want to bring out the darkness that was going on. Yeah, because we kind of, we jump right in, yes. verse 1, into the judgment. Right. Well, and <laughs> We into, jump right into the depths of like, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? God's, and, right, punishment coming. And so. also, we, we jumped into, and we want to, we're going to bring this out, so I might as well tell you now, Elijah 
who's the light that God is using to bring in the darkness. Yes. Right. This is where so he's, going, he's, we first yeah. read of him. We, we've been studying first Kings right. and this is where he, he enters the scene. And we're going to talk about him because you should be able to relate to him because he's just like us. Right. He's just like us. And that's what we're going to bring out. The way it may not be the exact way he used Elijah to bring light, you know, in them future, future verses, if you keep reading 17. But the point is, he wants to use you as well. You being a believer in Jesus Christ. You and I and everyone who's listening. Amen? Amen. Amen. So okay, let's bring the setup. The setup. It was a dark time, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and we know that by one simple sentence. Uh, when Ahab, and, and, and in the, in the um, 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, son of Omri, became king, right? Mm-hmm. This is verse 29, chapter 16 of 1 Kings. And he reigned in Samaria, right? But it says something very important about Ahab, son of Omri. It said in verse 30 that he did <laughs> more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. Right. And I think we just, okay, contextually, it, it, you know, if, if this is all sounding like, what? What are we talking about? So right now, the kingdom of Israel has been divided, right? Mm-hmm. So Israel was once one kingdom because of the greed of kings, right? Uh, the, the king Jeroboam wants his own area. And, mm-hmm. and so there's a division. Right. Yeah. In in quick summary, there's a division. So now there is a northern no. and a southern king- yes. kingdom. Amen. Amen. So the northern kingdom is the kingdom of Israel. Mm-hmm. The southern kingdom is the kingdom of Judah. Yes. So we have Israel and Judah. And so, you know, we learn right now in Judah, there's a king named Asa and he's doing great. Mm-hmm. Right. So far. Right. He's, he's a good king. We'll yep. say he's a good king by by uh, contrast to what's going on in the north. So Asa has a long reign as king in the south. But in the north, which yep. is. All of First Kings, Here right, we go. Here we go. is about the northern. Well, I'm sorry, not all of Up all of chapter step. 16. Yeah, okay, yeah, is about the northern kingdom. Yes, the northern kingdom and the chaos and the idolatry and the paganism that these kings, king after king, is bringing mm-hmm. into the north. Mm-hmm. And so it is a very dark time. Yeah, and you know what? When you say that the, the darkness is going on, they keep one up in each other. Yeah, like each king, each king that's introduced, that's right. the Bible says was worse than the last, yes. than all those who came before. And then comes along a new one who's worse than all those who yeah. came before. So they just keep upping the ante mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. sinfulness, right? Yeah. And total degradation. Yes. And we're, we're Ahab now. So Taking we're it Ahab. Ahab's like, whoa, right? Yep. He's, he's. That's what it says. Verse there. 30, right? Right. Now, and then it went on 31 and said, he not only considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, but he did something else. What did he do? So he marries this Jezebel. If you've ever heard the word <laughs> Jezebel? Jezebel, right? The name, rather. Let me call this is Jezebel. Jezebel not nice. is not a good woman in the <laughs> Bible, nice. right? So here in, in First Kings, this king of the, the north, King Ahab, goes so far that he marries this Jezebel, who's the daughter of a, a king named Ethbaal, mm-hmm. who's like this, the height of like paganistic kings. And she is, you know, knee deep in all of that paganism as yeah. well. Worshiping Baal. And, and he knows this. And uh-huh. so here's, remember, this is the king of Israel, mm-hmm. allegedly, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So they're yeah. supposed to be God's people. All right. And he yokes up and he marries, he takes this like crazy pagan 
uh, wife. And and just if you're wondering, like, paganistically, mm-hmm. <laughs> paganistically what they're doing, Everything. it's a lot. They're setting up poles to worship other yes. gods. Yes. They're... Um, uh, they're doing all of these fertility. There's like fertility rituals, which involves prostitution mm-hmm. in the their places, their temples of worship. It, there's some uh, uh, sac- human sacrifices. It's a lot of crap. Child sacrifices. And, yes. And chi- chaos you name it, on. it was going right. on. Right. Right. So uh, totally against God. Right. And what God would require. I mean, and, I, and, and I, don't and think it sounds so sorry because it sounds kind of like the U.S. today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right? That's fallen. Into depravity, into and a lot of worldliness, just yes. worldliness. Worldliness yes. is taken over, and also he considered it trivial. People today consider it trivial, trivial, right? To to do these things because that's the thing. In a lot of ways, people don't even see it as bad because <laughs> don't even become so that. desensitized <laughs> to how far from God. You know, well. as as a nation uh-huh. and as a people, we are that you, you, it becomes trivial. We're in darkness right now, right? Uh, as a nation, and the Bible says that. You know, you know you're bad when you start calling um, evil good and good evil and good evil, right? Now you know you're on your way, right? Um, to to depravity and darkness. Right. So this is what was so that's going the on, setup. Right? And so seventeen one, we come in now. Elijah the Tishbite. Elijah is a prophet from Tishbe in Gilead says to Ahab, the king then, as the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, whom I serve, uh-huh. I don't know about you, you that's right. whom I that's serve, right. there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Okay, so um, I, I, I like that because now God is about to, you know, show up right. and really show up. Because what does rain do? Right. <laughs> we, you know, it's funny you say that. It's funny you ask that. <laughs> Because we are some complaining somebodies when it rained today. I don't complain. When it I rains. don't either. I don't. I, I, I'm, thank you, Lord. To the point where people will say it's a bad day, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why? Because it's not Southern California, mm-hmm. San Diego, sunny and 75 every day. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Do, do you, you know what would happen to this earth if there were no, no rain? Do you know we need rain? <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Do you know how much we need rain? Yes. Just go to California sometime when the drought season. Right. We need rain. You know, this to when be true, you bite right? into that apple, like, oh, thank you, Lord, for the rain. Right. <laughs> right. No, seriously. <laughs> right. Even right now, it's helping you and I. Yeah. Allergy sufferers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're kind of doing rain dances because it knocks down the pollen. Right. right. The opposite <laughs> of it raining is drought. And drought is not a good thing because things die and dry up when there's drought. We, so this is a significant judgment. Well, and, you know, and it's funny. Just one more time. I'm sorry. One more thing. And it comes from TV, our meteorologists. They start with, it's going to be a gloomy day. Right. It's going to be a bad right. No. No. We have to change. We, really, as Christians, we have to change that around. That I love a rainy day. It's, it's like beautiful. nice and like. You can chill out. You know, you can just read, kind of like. Relax. Yeah. Stop running like introspective. around Introspective. You know, it's nice. You pray, talk to God, and it's good. Rain Even listening good. to it. Rain is it not good. peaceful? Yeah. Yeah, raindrops hitting the ground, whatever. We, we have to change that around. So that's very important. Uh, that uh, I want to labor on that. But but so he said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dry it up. Right. I'm gonna dry this up. And, and I think a lot of that is a response to all the depravity and this going on mm-hmm. because this is getting out of control. So oh, it's surely control. in relation to that. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. it's like yeah. enough is enough. So I'm about to shake it. And you know, God does that, right? Yes. He'll he'll shake up he'll shake up nations, right? To, to to get people back to remembering him, right? So, 
Well, Here, so uh, now that here's was too. something too. So Elijah, right? What does his name mean? Elijah is Lord, Yahweh is, is my the, God, God, right? Okay. The Lord is my God. Excuse me. And the God yeah. that they were worshiping at this time, right? Baal. Eth Baal, his yeah. name means with Baal. Yeah, basically, uh, <laughs> Baal is Baal. God. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, with Baal. Baal. <laughs> and Baal is God, right? yeah, basically. I'm with Baal. Yeah. Right? So oh. you have these. So here comes Ahab bringing the God into the picture. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. So then, then, okay, that was the first part. In verse 2, chapter 17, verse 2 of 1 Kings. Then the word of the Lord came to Elijah, right? Right. And said what? What did it say? Leave here. What did God say to him? Leave here. Uh-huh. And I want you to go somewhere. All right. Keep going. Turn, yeah. He says, turn yeah. eastward, hide in the Kareth Ravine, east mm-hmm. of the Jordan. You will drink from the brook, and I have ordered the ravens to feed you there. Now, just just, just right there. First, I just saw something about Elijah real, really quickly. Now, remember, um, God uses his people. <laughs> Those who are sold out to him for mm-hmm. his kingdom agenda. Mm-hmm. He does. He does it today. Yes. And he does not discriminate. Yes. If you give your all, sell out to Jesus, God's kingdom agenda, he wants to use you. He did not just save you to go to heaven later. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, do whatever. Right. Um, do a good deed here and there, whatever, whatever, whatever. Until we, when we all get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. What a day of rejoicing that would be. You have victory right now. Mm-hmm. Once you give your life to Jesus Christ, you're walking in victory. Just think about that. Because it's not like maybe I'll get to heaven. It's not a maybe. It's a done deal. The devil's defeated. So God wants to use you like he used Elijah. Right, because Elijah is talking to Ahab, the king, right? Yes. And where's Ahab? Speaking truth to power. Um, sorry. <laughs> where's Ahab? He's in the north. Yeah. Northern Where are king. all the, the chaos? And the remember, depravity is. So that means God well, has a prophet there in the midst of the chaos like that. and depravity. That was the to speak truth. To power. To speak the Amen. the word of God. Have has God ever wanted to send you somewhere? And you're like, oh, those are not my people, Lord. There's a lot of craziness going yes. on. Oh, no. Will you stand in the gap? Mm-mm. Will you stand in the gap? They for don't me? they don't do right over there. And well, God says, Well, I'm sending you. Amen. <laughs> and that's not unusual because he did it throughout the Bible, if you think right, about it. Right. Uh, Job and, you know, go prophesy out of my people. Right. He did it over and over again. Right. It, 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 um, I mean, you can only send your strongest yeah, because like a lot of people that. there and the got sucked up into that. Yeah. There's a lot of God's people there, right? But a lot of them got sucked into what the king was doing. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just hedonism, right? But you need some character building. You, you have, yeah, you, you God have sends be, his warriors. That's right. You have to be sold out to him, and, yeah. you know. But yeah, you you brought out something. I'm sorry, it just hit me in a different kind of way right there. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because early on it said he tried to build a temple in the north, mm-hmm. like the real one in the south. Yeah. <laughs> right before right before our day, at the end of chapter 16. But yes. and then when you brought that out, it just hit me. And <laughs> when you said, "Where's Ahab?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a moment when you said, "Where's Ahab?" <laughs> yes, he was in the <laughs> north, right? <laughs> acting up, just acting up. And, I, and I'm but being but I, I love but God sends someone there. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. You Elijah, know, yes. and Elijah was a willing and obedient prophet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. I, I He's from Tishbe and Gilead. Well, so small town. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know, but it, he, 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 he has to go and he's got to go present himself to the king. Well, yeah, and even what saying a word. That. Even you mentioned where he's from. Well, the word that's getting ready to tell the king. That's right. Um, 
you're about to face some judgment. Oh, major proclamation. <laughs> right? Do you know what you Ma- could do? That's like treason. Oh, yes. You could die. Yes. Major proclamation. You could be killed. Really. And to to to, to um keep going on your point, where are you from? If you went from this special town or whatever where all special prophets came from, God wants to use whoever's committed to him. Yes. Right? He grabbed this guy from Tishbe, right? <laughs> Tishbite. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use him. And that's what and he, you know, hit him, getting him ready, right? Uh, um, telling him, I'm going to protect you. I know I'm. you're going into some dark lands, right? What you just brought out. You're going into this the northern kingdom. But I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and he and, says what? As the Lord God, the God of Israel, let me just be clear. As the Lord, the God of Israel lives. We serve a living God. Right? Whom I serve mm-hmm, mm-hmm, lives. Mm-hmm. Like Ahab, I don't know what you think's going on here. God is not dead. Like as God lives. Oh, yes. Like, hey, reminder, like a little thump on the head. You know, yeah, God lives. That's right. right. Yeah, this is <laughs> real. Is and, and I'm in control. Right. And you know, and right. know what? And, and he, he pressed upon that point that you just made. Just in case I'm going to have a raven feed you. Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, mm-hmm. that I know that, you know, ravens ain't ain't flying around feeding no people. Yeah. They're meat eaters. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, you, you see a dead carcass on the ground, a raven might come over there and pick at it. Right. Be it a, a be it a squirrel, rat, whatever it is. Right. 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 They, they ain't going to feed nobody. Have a raven ever fed you? <laughs> no. But <laughs> showed you how God <laughs> is in control. God can command one to come and feed you. Though. Absolutely. Right. And this is what's going Absolutely. on right now. Just to remind him that I am in control. I'm going to do something supernatural to remind you, um, Elijah. That we're going somewhere. Absolutely. And I'm going to be with you when you get there. Because you're going to need some confirmation along the way where, where we're going northern kingdom. Well, and God's protecting him. Yeah, absolutely. Because, absolutely. right, so the word was a drought is about to come. That's right. right? These people aren't going right. to be able to eat. They're not going to be able to find yeah. water. But don't you I'm worry about I'm moving it. you out of there. I just needed you to go take <laughs> the message. Don't you worry about it. That's you right. give the message, but I've got you. Let's go. Okay. Now okay. we're going to move. Okay. And I like that. Okay. So. And I'm going to protect you. And obviously he got it, right? And he got, and oh my you, gosh, God protected him. Wait a minute. And you know why he got it? What did verse five say? Verse five says, uh, where is it? Verse five. Uh, so he did what the Lord had told him. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So he got the message, right? So he did what the Lord told him. Uh, he ain't wait. He ain't pray on it. So he did what the Lord told him. Stepped out. Okay, I'm with God. I know you're with me. I realize that. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm doing this. So he went, right? Yeah. Carice Ravine, right? East of the Jordan, mm-hmm. and he stayed there. He was obedient. Now, don't, don't, let's not gloss over obedience, right? Because mm-hmm. we like to pray about it, and we like to think about it, and we like to get another confirmation from somebody else, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And God is saying, I said it. I told you. I even gave you a little bit of, um, um, Right. What I what, what I want to say. I'm gonna, uh, supernatural. Yeah. Uh, supernaturally, I've spoken to you, so get to moving. Right. Right. Because so, we like to talk ourselves. I'm just thinking. We like to talk <laughs> ourselves out of it. Because I could just hear it. Like, Lord, I know you don't want me to be around those people, so I'm not going to go there. Because I don't think you would want me to be there. <laughs> Amen. Right. That's right. Uh, we'll talk ourselves out of like, obedience. That's what that's I would exactly say. Exactly where I need you to go <laughs> right. and take this message. Now I'm going to have to get on out of there. I don't mm-hmm. want you to stay. I'm going to move you along, but you know, yeah. Well, we'll talk ourselves out of obedience, right? Yeah. Now I want to go back. I'm going to go just a little bit and then we'll finish this. But I want to go back. Mm -hmm. The world becomes a dark place, right? Yeah. Um, To to a degree that people turn from God. Yes. When they lose faith in the dark place, right? They turn from God. You know, a situation like that happened before you. I mean, not specifically. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Yeah. 
where, where it gets so bad that they start doubting God and say, I don't know if you're real. Absolutely. I think there's a lot of that today. Well, I mean, how many articles, news articles, people turning away from the church, Yes, people leaving the church, people turning away. There's no God because it feels so heavy sometimes. Because their eyes, Mm -hmm. they look at stuff spiritually. Their Mm -hmm. eyes are now focused on the darkness. Yeah. Like this has taken over. I don't see you God in this. Mm -hmm. It can't be real because why, why is this not changing? Could you imagine that? How could a how could a loving God well, there you allow? Go. There you go. That's one. That's a big well, one. Oh, I've heard that so many times. Me too. That's a really that's how can a, big a loving one. God allow that mm-hmm. or allow me to go through this? Mm-hmm. You know, and I always say instead of saying why why me why not you, right? But what have you done to deserve? You know, because again, well, we, even we, generally, we just we live in a sin stained world, yeah. and it's here and it's all around us. But as with Elijah. Right. If you're serving God, you're his and he's yours. He's going to protect you and guard you and guide you mm-hmm. and feed you and nourish you even in the midst of it. So during that time, you can run to God or you can run away from him. Yeah. And I've seen people run away from him and please run to him. That's right. Because I, I just want to go back. Hold on. I'm not done. Um, um, also, when you turn away from God, right, the darkness gets worse. It deepens. Yeah. yeah. It, it deepens. It doesn't get any better. Because darkness is the absence of light. Darkness. If you remove the light, ooh, that darkness gets well, yeah. heavy. Well, darkness going to do what darkness does. It's right? heavy. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. right? Yes. You, but no, no, seriously. Yeah. You see it in the world today, right? Yeah. Away from God, when you deny God, what do you expect? Mm-hmm. It's not going to get better. No. Have you seen it getting better in no. schools? No. Take prayer out. You see it getting any better? No. Remove God from politics? Gotten progressive. Government? Worse, actually. Yeah. Schools? Yeah. Neighborhoods? What do you see? Yep. The darkness, it gets deeper, right? Yes. It's get, I mean, I'm looking at it now. Look, I'm 57 years old. I'm like, it didn't used to be like this when I was younger. I know. <laughs> but that's you know, what funny how fast you turn into your parents. <laughs> right, right. You start Ooh, picking this up. This world today. This world crazy, man. Let me tell you. you. Know. Uh, we didn't even have cable TV when I was younger. And I thank right. God now we didn't. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's getting, it seemed to be getting worse, right? Yeah. Now, uh, another one, as, as we, and I'm progressing, we're going to finish this up. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you agree with this statement? Do you think God is provoked when people turn from him? He's provoked. Absolutely. Well, we see this in the text, right? Yes. Because what, what did Elijah say going to happen? It's about to be a drought. It's about to be a drought. It's about to be a drought. I.e., there's judgment coming. Well, yes. And what's the purpose of judgment? Well, wait a minute, wait, 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 don't answer that. Don't because answer don't think that. just don't, like don't God just is this big ogre, just yes. wants everything to yes. be dark and black. What is the purpose don't of answer, judgment? Because you done dropped something right there. <laughs> you just said something. Really. What is it? So you know you took you took it to another level. Because people has they have got to hear what you are about to say. They have got to understand what you're about to say. And I want you to answer your own question. Because and, and listen, ladies and gentlemen, you have to hear this. Because people get this twisted, and then that's why it gets worse. The purpose of God's judgment is to lead his people to repentance. (laughs) Back to him. It's to lead you back to him. Come back. It's to show you what it's like without him. You feel the weight of that darkness so that you you can can go back to the light. Jesus is always like, come back. Turn around. Come back. Repent. Turn around and go back. To the light. Why, is he, why, why does he do that? Because I love you. Right. Because I love you. Come back. 
That's not like a, a, Come what back. we say, in, you know, in the church. We hear a lot of people say this. It's like, oh, somebody I was a backslider. Mm-hmm. You went back and you were like, you know what? I don't know. This isn't green. all it's. <laughs> this isn't how I remember it. Nope. I'm. You know what? Let me get back to God. Come right. Back. I'm going back. That's why. He does. So, so he doesn't do it to crush you. No, he doesn't right? do it. That's really we talk about loving an God. important message. Yes. He does not do it to crush you. He does it to lead you back to him. Important message. That's an understatement. That is the message. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm so glad you brought that up. That yeah. is the crux of everything we're saying. Because then you'll see that you are the light and you'll walk in it. Mm-hmm. But whew, that, that was a good one. God, that's, that's a loving God we serve. And, and, you know, and on that, it's not always going to be um, nice and cushy, right? No. God has to address sin. I always say that he has to address sin um, because he's a holy God. He has to. That's right. But he does it because he loves you. want to draw you back to him, right? That's right. Now, because that's, that, that's kind of what I want to transition to as we wrap this up. Um, no matter how great the darkness, God brings the light. For sure. I don't care how bad, and it's bad, let's be honest. It's pretty bad right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll just stay with America, but we we can definitely go to the world. The world. We have some listeners around the world, so I'll just say the world. Because as bad as it is in the United States of America, it's worse in other places. Oh, it's bad, yeah. It's, it's just some the of the world. privileges we have. This is a worldwide have. disease. Oh, it's yes. a pandemic. Oh, yes. Right? Some of it the, is a, some... There is a spiritual pandemic oh, happening. Amen. Right. And some of the things that you and I enjoy in America, land of the free, whatever you want to do with that. Oh, it's worse in other places. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't have rights and privileges to do a lot of things or yeah. afforded a lot of things that we have, even running water in some places. It's bad. It is. But what's the but? But God always sends light. And that is Elijah here. Right. The light. And here he is like he's he's he's. God sends him and then takes him out of there and he's being he's he's being fed by ravens right he's he's <laughs> drinking from a brook and he he does what the Lord tells him to do and and he stays there and then the last verse you know verse 6 says the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening and you talked about the ravens right mm-hmm. and he drank from the brook what is that that's God's provision amen it's God's provision amen. God wants to use you but he's going to provide for you and he's going to equip you amen. for whatever he calls you to and I like that because in his story, you got to keep reading because that was just the beginning. That's just the beginning. Because then he, he, he ran yeah. into the widow at Zarephath and God fed him. Yes. And did and did a mighty thing in her, brought her into the light. Yes. I mean, and go on and on. You and I just scratched the surface on Elijah and what's going on uh, in, in First Kings as we continue to read and study it. But we want just want to get the listeners to a point right now to understand what we're talking about. That even though we, we brought out the darkness, darkness is real. What was going on then? Darkness is real today. We need to re- call it what it is. But that's not the end of the story. The end of the story is God always brings light. That's right. And here's here's the most powerful part of all of this. He wants to use you. You are a part of this process. Saved you to use you for his kingdom agenda. So bring your light. This is my conclusion. I don't know if you're ready mm-hmm. to wrap this up. Yeah. Bring bring. In your sphere of influence, use your light to uh, produce change, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Don't go and complain while you're in the darkness. Be the agent of change. Ah, uh, there it is. That God, God wants to use you for his kingdom agenda. Remember that. And you have the power. You can't say, there's no can't. Uh, you know, I call them can't Christians. There are no can't Christians. I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't say that. <laughs> Absolutely can. That's right. We can Christians. 
Amen. That's my close. Amen. Uh, you know what? We're going to close on that. I like that. That's our closing remark. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this workshop. As always, we look forward to seeing you back here for the next one. God willing. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.